Welcome to Sports Tonight here on this beautiful Thursday. I'm sports producer Scott Pennyman here with the one and only Lee Smith. Lee, what's going on, man? We got a. We're just getting uh, into football, man. Football, is, football, 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 football. Let's. <laughs> I tell you what, man. You know we got so much football. We're jam packed with football. Let's just jump the right three into three F's of fall. Football, football, football. Right. It's. The, I always tell people once football season begins, man. Don't even people who either play football or work around football <laughs> or cover football. Anybody. Your life is going to be uh, just in a blender for the next three or four months. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, I don't have to tell you. I got you. I'm just trying I to tell you. the people who are watching. All right. So let's get right to it. First, start with the NFL, the big boys league. So NFL.com, uh, obviously the NFL season starts a week from today with the Thursday night game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the and the Detroit Lions. So NFL.com here with a week out, they uh, have a panel of many different NFL writers, and they got together and uh, they made their preseason award predictions, right? So you could probably guess most of these, right? I mean, you don't even, as, as long as you watch the NFL and you are a fan of the NFL, you can probably guess who they predicted for some of these awards, right? I mean, NFL most valuable player. Who, did, who do you think they, they took? Pat. Hey, of course, Pat Mahomes, right? That's always the easy money. Um, so I guess it's a bit of news to people around here, or not news, their prediction for Offensive Rookie of the Year, Bijan Robinson. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, we'll obviously find out pretty soon uh, how much they're going to use the run game. I uh, would venture to say it's going to be at least, I'd probably say over half of their plays are going to still be run plays. I know Arthur Smith likes to run the rock. Uh, but, yeah, Bijan being the uh, Rookie of the Year prediction, is, I think it's a fairly safe bet. Yeah, it seems like a pretty much a slam dunk, right? I mean, just given... Uh, I don't know if it's a slam dunk, because yeah, I don't know if there's some slam dunks in the NFL. but Right. Well, I guess just from the but standpoint yeah. of it's a it's the easiest, kind of like the low-hanging On fruit. paper. Right. On paper. Right. Right exactly. now, it looks like he's the favorite. Yeah, just because I think the position that he plays, you know he's going to get right to it. They're pretty much going to put the ball right in his hand week one. I think they kind of gave their hand a little bit, but not really, because he didn't hardly play a lot in the preseason. Yeah. Did he play at all? I don't even know if he played at all in the preseason. He played one series. Yeah, yeah, so I think that they're keeping a lot of those things under wraps because I think he will be a really big part of what the Falcons do on offense yep. this year. But I think it also gives you a clue like, okay, because he is going to be such a big part, we want to uh, sort of keep some of that under wraps. So I think that does lend itself to him having an uh, offensive rookie of the year type season. The one other Falcons note, uh, or really ex-Falcons note for this list, is Calvin Ridley. He is picked as second for comeback player of the year. I could see behind that. DeMar Hamlin, the safety from the Bills who got injured. And, yeah. and everybody remember how's that, how, how's, remembers how that went. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Calvin Ridley picked second for comeback player of the year. So... Let's see. And he's going to be a sentimental favorite too. I think, of uh, course, not uh, not so much Ridley, but uh, um, Demar, Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a uh, sentimental favorite, just given how everything went down on that on that night game and how they stopped the game and just everything that kind of went behind it. Um, but no, he's he's a good football player, and I think if he yeah. wins it, he will have earned it too. Uh, so just looking at some of these other awards, kind of what they have here: defensive rookie of the year. They got Jalen Carter at the very top, uh, former Bulldog UGA fans. dog. Um, with Will Anderson right behind him and Brian Branch. He's from the area too, right? Brian yep. Branch. Brian Branch also, yeah. safety of Alabama. Yeah. yeah, so they they think he's going to be really good up there with the Lions. They have him as the third 
uh, best odds to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. So definitely a local SEC flair and a yeah. local, uh, you know, at the top of the Rookie of the Year predictions. Uh, I guess Jalen Carter, that's kind of interesting there. Um, you know, you don't know what kind of role he's going to have on that team. They got some veterans like Fletcher Cox and everything like that. Yeah, but I feel like he's going to be a big impact. Yeah. I mean, look at their defensive tackle room, man. I mean, so you got Fletcher Cox, who's got like Hall of Fame credentials, and then you have a couple UGA dogs behind him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one other note uh, yeah. for head coach, Arthur Smith is tied for sixth. So That's interesting. Falcons head coach tied for sixth. It's, they're kind of all over the place with Arthur Smith because yeah. I, I think coming into the season, he rated like third or fourth uh, most, uh, I guess, most likely to be fired. And, <laughs> and these guys think that he's going to possibly win coach of the year. It's kind of all over the place. But that's what preseason predictions are. No one really knows what's going to happen, so they're just making their best guess, yeah. basically. Yeah. So let's get to some more football real quick. So Georgia State starts their season tonight. The Panthers open up against Rhode Island. Yes, they have a football team, if you didn't know. Rhode, <laughs> Rhode Island. Uh, they'll be over at uh, – uh, Center Park Center Stadium. Park. I couldn't think of the name of it. At Center Park Stadium, Formally 7 p.m. start. Yeah. Hey, we got to have a better season out of GSU, right? I mean, 4-8 and eight last year, they really struggled. They got Darren Grazer coming back for his sixth season. Sixth well, season. He's a six-year senior. Hey, man, we, we've seen that before Stetson around here. Stetson Bennett. Though, right, right. right. He, he's a Stetson <laughs> Bennett of GSU. But I think, I think that lends itself to them having a pretty good season, though. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he's got enough experience for sure, and um, he can prove uh, he can win some football games. They just got to put together, um, you know, as a full team effort, defense and special teams, offense included, everything, you know, all in one. Um, But I think they they got a shot. They got a shot this year to be good, and obviously, only time will tell. But yeah, uh, there's got to be reason for optimism for that team um, going into this year. Where what you said four and eight last year, four and eight. Yeah, not they good. Gotta top not they, they got to top that. Yeah, yeah, and I think when you look at the beginning of their schedule, it really lends itself to some games that are pretty winnable. Obviously, starting at home against Rhode Island, and, and then they play UConn at, at home as well. Then they go on the road and play Charlotte with Coastal Carolina coming up after that. So, I think when you look at those opportunities, um, I think that's an opportunity to roll off some wins to start the season. And I think when you talk to Coach Elliott and those guys, I mean, you can really hear that that four and eight season last year really wore on them bad. Oh, um, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think they expected that. I, I think well, I don't think any coach <laughs> no. gets his team ready and no. expects a season to be no. four and eight. But I think they were really disappointed last year because I, I remember just really kind of talking to them in the preseason. They really thought that last year was 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 going to kind of be a uh, a really good season for them. So to go four and eight, they lost a lot of tough ball games last year too. I think that really aided them. And coach talked about how they couldn't wait to get back at it um, this season, and uh, you know and football training camp and everything. They couldn't wait to get back. So I think they're going to be pretty explosive tonight. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, tonight for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rough thing for them, though. Their division's kind of tough. They're in the uh, sure. American Athletic Conference, and their their division specifically is App State, yeah, Georgia Southern, Marshall, Coastal Carolina, which has been ranked in the top 25 last couple of years. True, yeah. Uh, James Madison, who's always tough, and Old Dominion. So they – God, they got to – they got a tough, uh, little challenge there. Tough little spot right there to be in. But hey, we'll see. And in the words of the great Ric Flair, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? You got to so, be the man. Hey, so you know if they'll if they want to be the man, they'll go out there and they'll beat the man, right? Yep. So talk about beating. T- tell you who's the man right now. The Braves are beating everybody. <laughs> the Braves. They're the man, right? I mean, they're the second fastest team. 
to 250 home runs, only behind the 2019 Minnesota Twins. I mean, it seems like everybody's hitting the ball at the park right now for the Braves. I mean, their power surge, like, I thought their lineup was going to be really good heading into the season for obvious reasons. I didn't know they were going to hit home runs at this pace. Well, I, mean, I don't it, think anybody did. I don't think they even knew it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm sure they believed they could, but they didn't know they could do it. I mean, goodness. <laughs> I mean, well, when you got a guy like Marcel Zuna who hit like oh, he was oh eighty five. He literally hit. He was oh eighty five. First like eighteen, nineteen games of the season. Wow. And Brian Snicker kept him in the lineup, and guess what? Now he's got thirty home runs. That's why Snicker's such a good manager. Right? He's. I think. I think his career is like thirty five. It's either thirty five or thirty six. Um, his uh, season best. Yeah. His career high, like season best for home runs is like 35 or 36. And he's already at 30 right now. Right, man. I mean, this, so. this, this has been a power surge. I mean, just when you look up and down that lineup at well, the There's amount. no holes. You can't, you can't throw around people because guess yeah. what? The next guy is just as deadly as the other guy. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at just our home run totals. I mean, you got Olsen with 43, Riley with 31, Ozuna with 31, 29 for Acuna, 28 for Albies. I mean, just right there would be. A pretty devastating oh. lineup, and then you go below that. You got twenty for Murphy, twenty for Rosario. I mean, sixteen for Arcia. I mean, that's a lot of home runs, man. I mean, no just ball. I don't know what you really attribute this power surge to. I mean, like I say, I knew this was a group of good hitters, and I knew that, especially early in the season when you had the injuries with the pitching staff, that the hitters would have to sort of carry the team a little bit. But I mean, they they've exceeded my expectations, they're, dude. They're just confident. They're confident. They they know they can hit. Well, they don't just believe they can hit, but they know they can hit, and that's dangerous. Now, remember early in the season when I came on here and I made that bold prediction? How many wins did I say? 110? I don't know. Remember that? 110 looks like it's going to be easy. Remember that? I, I, I either said 110 or 120. I remember because we came on, we did a show, and I we were talking say about bold predictions. I, I want to say 120. Was it 120? Okay. I feel um, like 110 was, was, within reach. was doable, but that still would have been on like the higher end. 120, <laughs> man. So 120, is that, is, is that within reach? Well, probably 87 not. and 45, no. No, that's not within no. reach. But, I mean, this team, but I, I think the 110 is. Yeah, I think that's very doable. So, yeah, I mean, look, look, I mean, that's so much we can say about the Braves. Obviously, it's going to play out in October, and then we'll see where they can go and what they do from here. But right now, I think they probably got to be most people's favorite to win the World well, Series. Well, I don't know a whole lot, but I can tell you this. They're going to have the most home runs this year by far. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That, that, that? That's a lineup, man. I mean, that's you know, I've seen some really good lineups in my lifetime. I mean, just well, they've got power from the left, they got power from the right. They can yeah. hit for singles, doubles. I mean, they've got a little bit of everything. They kind I of haven't run. seen them bunt. What, that's the only thing I haven't seen them do is bunt. In, in today's in, in today's <laughs> major league baseball, who do you see bunt? I mean, no, I, man, I, not many people. That might be a lost art. And then yeah. and you got a, a, um, Acuna with all those stolen bases. I mean, it's kind of crazy. True. You know, so this he's is a unicorn. This is a well-rounded team, and he's a well-rounded player, and they're probably going to go really far. He is insane. You know? SEC football tonight, man. So back to some. We, we got oh Florida, Florida. Billy Napier in Florida. Billy Napier in Florida visiting Utah. That was a really good game last season. Remember, Utah came down to the swamp and got upset. Um, look, it's just a really. I think this is just the start of what's going to be a very interesting season with SEC football. You know, just when you think about all the different components and maybe some of the coaches who might be under, under some fire. You know, I don't know if Billy Napier is under fire, but um, well, he's just, definitely he's got a little his his seat might be a little hot. Yeah, it's not little, flaming hot yet, but it's he better he better show some kind of improvement. What can you know? They lost their quarterback obviously with Anthony Richardson, who was a top 
pick in the draft and everything. Well, yeah. top five pick. Yeah, yeah. But Florida to me is is like the wild card team of the SEC because I don't really know what to expect. From Nobody does, man. Nobody knows what to expect out of them. Um, it just depends on what kind of play they get at quarterback. I mean, their yeah. defense is always usually pretty good. They're usually you know got a top. 15 25 defense uh but that offense it just really seems at time they can get super stagnant and yeah they just they have to find a way to grind out wins and they don't really win big they don't have style points um but hey they got a chance tonight to prove everybody wrong already in week one yeah i mean i think that's gonna be an interesting game i mean that's obviously that's probably one of the better games of the weekend um is are we sure is uh is their quarterback playing? Cam Rising is he out? Yeah, Cam Rising. You know what I saw yesterday saying that he was questionable. So obviously that that's changes a big deal. that changes the dynamic of everything. Right now it says he is not expected to play in the opener. So oh, yeah, and, and Florida's quarterback is Graham Mertz, who's a uh, Wisconsin transfer. Yeah. So I mean, that, so we'll see his Florida debut tonight. We'll see how that goes. So obviously that affects what that game was going to be if Cam Rising uh, can't doesn't go. I mean, who knows? I mean, they say he's not expected to play, but sometimes things can be a surprise. Um, but yeah, if he doesn't go in that game, that really affects you know what that game could be. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the SEC season as a whole, it's just yep. some really interesting storylines when you think about because I could see three legitimate teams at the very top right there that I I could see winning the SEC: Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. And LSU, yeah. yeah. I mean, those are not just. Well, we'll find out about LSU on Sunday night when they play Florida State. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how good both of those teams are. Yeah, I that's, mean that. I mean that's got to be the marquee matchup all week, and it's on a Sunday. That's kind of weird, but hey, for sure, whatever. Well, they're taking their Sunday before the big boys uh, take over the following Sunday. So you know they're getting in. With, they're kind of getting in where they fit in before the uh, before the big boys come to town on Sunday. Yep. So, all right, real quick, what's on your mind? Um, KSU football, Kansas State. They uh, they also uh, yeah. have their season opener tonight. So. We'll see how that goes, and they are actually they're going to be playing against Tusculum. I don't know uh, much at all about Tusculum. I've be heard of Tusculum. I've yeah. heard of them, but I don't know. Well, seven o'clock kickoff in Kennesaw, so we'll be there. We will have that for our later newscast tonight. But uh, yeah, excited. Uh, football's kicking off over there, and Georgia State. So it's football everywhere. Everywhere. Man. I'm just like you. I'm. We, we, got, we got Georgia Tech tomorrow night at Mercedes Benz. Right. And then football. UGA. Good high school is on game. Saturday. They're playing. So um, finally. Football's here. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, look, that's kind of what's on my mind, too, is just kind of football here and, um, you know, just football all the way around. I mean, that's the great part about uh, football season is you get to Thursday, especially when once the NFL season starts, you pretty much have football games. What, <laughs> Almost every, like every night days of the week. week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. And then yeah. later in the season, if, if you're really just like a total college football nerd, you have the Mac games, uh, like I think Tuesday they, nights. Yeah, like yeah. Tuesday nights. The <laughs> yeah. Mac is like Tuesday night Mac and Wednesday night Mac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I covered the Mac for a lot. You know, hey. so that's pretty fun football. Hey, I'll take I'll take some midweek action on some football. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. but I think that's marketing genius though, just because they it gives them their own night. You know, kind of when yeah. they have those games. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, football all the way around. Where me both uh, both of us are going to be all over tonight. Yeah, um, I'll be over at GSU. Um, um, you know, to sh- shoot that game here momentarily uh, as that game starts at 7 p.m. So, a lot nice of football. football. Man. We love it. A lot of football. So, Panthers, Owls. We got 
uh, Georgia Tech. We got Yellow Jackets and Bulldogs all cool. ready to go. Cool. Well, we're not going to hold you anymore on this Thursday, but remember, before we head on out, wanted to tell you about the uh, the sports tonight. We're uh, available wherever you watch your podcast. So whether it's on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is that you watch your podcast, listen to us, check us out there. So if you're riding home, you're not quite home, you're in the middle of some rainy weather or just crazy traffic, <laughs> listen to us. We always have a lot to talk about here as we really just kind of dig, dig deeper into whatever's going on in the sports world. Just go to ANF Plus uh, Sports Tonight and listen to us any given night, any given time, right? Listen, watch. Cool. There you go. We're going to be out of here. We'll check you out tomorrow. See you on Friday. Later.